Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, lots to discuss, including Blockstack soars another 12% as Bitcoin is pretty flat at 23000 I'll be breaking down the latest weekend watch. And breaking news, the SEC Chairman Gary Gensler says everything other than Bitcoin is a security. That's right. And not only that, but Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the United States has no intention to ban Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Also more breaking news. Wyoming passes a bill protecting Bitcoin users. The new disclosure of private cryptographic keys legislation states no person shall be compelled to produce a private key or make a private key known to any other person. Also in today's show, Columbia's legal system experiments in the metaverse. Yup. That's right. Also, Voyager is selling crypto assets through Coinbase, suggests the latest on-chain data, as well as FTX Japan allows total withdrawal of funds as users rejoice the escape. Also in today's show, GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust approval, could return a couple of billions of dollars to investors, according to the Grayscale CEO, Michael Sunshine. Also in today's show, the ex-Bitmex CEO, Arthur Hayes, warns of a massive global crash incoming and shares his Bitcoin and crypto strategy. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. I'm your host, JV. This is pod episode number 1205. And today is February 26th. 2023. Checking out the crypto market, which you can now see here on your screen. We're finally starting to pump again. Bitcoin up 1% for the day, maintaining above just 23,250 with Ether up a half a percent, back above $1,600 as the majority of the alts are barely in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. We're still maintaining that $1 trillion milestone as far as the market cap with very low volume of only about $34 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the current Bitcoin dominance at 42 with the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Stacks lead in the pack up 13% for the past 24 hours and a whopping 93% for the week, trading at 77 cents, followed by NEO up 10%, trading at $12.44, followed by Lido Dow up about 10%, trading above three bucks. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. As you can see, massive gains. We got STX still up 13 percent according to this one neo is up 9.2 percent and floki up 8 
0.8%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 51 neutral. Yesterday, a 52. Last week, a 60 in greed. And last month, a 55 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Holla at your boy. With that being shared, now let's break down the latest technical analysis of what's happening with the charts. Now, Bitcoin at 23 Gs, it tried its hand taking down 25,003 times in the past 10 days with the most notable surge coming in the midst of last week as it shot up by $3,500 on Thursday. The volatility only increased as Bitcoin slipped to under 23.5 shortly after, while the latest attempt at 25,000 came February 21st. Bitcoin briefly jumped above that line but was rejected quickly and fell back down to 23.5. And following another price pump to 24.6, the USPCE data came out and Bitcoin dropped by almost a thousand in a matter of hours. It dumped to a 10-day low of 22.8. According to Bitstamp, the crypto has recovered some ground and sits inches above 23,000, which you can see on your screen. We're currently trading at around 23,000, two to 300. Now check it. Now let's discuss Block Stacks stealing the show. One of the best performers in the past several weeks has been Stacks because of its relationship with the much hype NFT ordinals and the Bitcoin network. Now Stacks had skyrocketed 160% on the weekly scale a few days ago, and there were predictions that it could continue this way until it becomes a multi-billion dollar token. Let's go. Now the past 24 hours have brought another impressive increase at 12% to push STX to literally 75%. And I'm curious, which altcoins are you currently most bullish on? Let me know in the comments below. And now for some breaking news, the chairman of the SEC, Mr. Gensler, says everything other than Bitcoin is a security. Janet Yellen says the United States has no intention to ban Bitcoin and crypto. It's good to hear. Also, Wyoming passes a bill protecting the Bitcoin users. It's called HB0086. And this disclosure, private cryptographic keys legislation states, no person shall be compelled to produce a private key or make a private key known to any other person. I love to hear that law, and I hope that law continues in the other states and countries around the world. And now with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest of what's happening with Colombia's legal system in the metaverse. Could you imagine attending a court trial in the metaverse? Quite interesting, to say the least. So here we go. Colombian court recently hosted its first legal trial in the metaverse, with the court magistrate saying it felt more real than a video call, according to the report. And according to Reuters, report published February 24th, Colombia's Administrative court held the court case in the metaverse February 15th involving participants in a traffic dispute. The case lasted two hours and was brought by a regional transport union against the police and will progress partly in the metaverse. The verdict also has been given said it could be given in the metaverse. The participants appeared as avatars in a virtual courtroom with magistrate dressed in black legal robes. It was noted that Colombia, Colombia, is one of the first countries in the world to test legal proceedings in the metaverse, with uh, the judge telling Reuters that it felt more real than a video call. This comes after a recent survey released by CoinWire January 16th, which found 69% of respondents believe that the metaverse will eventually modify social lifestyles due to the new approach taken for entertainment and activities. Now, Kathy Hackle, the author of Into the Metaverse, the essential guide to the business opportunities of the Web3 era, told Cointelegraph that the physical world side of the metaverse will come in the next 10 years. Hackle added that if that is considered, then how we socialize will be deeply impacted by the metaverse. And in January of this year, the World Economic Forum boasted metaverse experiences. The conference allowed delegates to experience the forum in its own 3G immersive digital sessions called the Global Collaboration Village. So there you have it. Now my question for you, if you had the opportunity to attend court, would you choose to do so in person 
or through the metaverse. Let me know your thoughts. And now with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest that Voyager is selling their assets through Coinbase, which kind of took me by surprise. But yeah, Voyager Digital, the centralized platform that filed for bankruptcy, Chapter 11 in 2022 of July, is reportedly selling assets through the Coinbase crypto exchange. On-chain data suggests Voyager received at least $100 million in USD coin in three days starting February 24th. And since Valentine's Day, Voyager has sent crypto assets to Coinbase on an almost daily basis, alleges on-chain analysts look onto chain. The investigation shows Voyager transferred millions of dollars using a mixed bag of crypto tokens, including Ether, Shiba you and Chainlink. That's right. And look on chain revealed Voyager's use of 23 tokens valued at over a hundred million dollars. The image below shows a list of tokens with their value in US dollars. However, note Coinbase has not yet responded to the Cointelegraph request for comment to confirm the claim's legitimacy. But you can see it right here. Shiba Inu with a value of 28 million. That's interesting that that's the top one out of all of them. Ethereum with 25 million, Voyager token token at 12 million, Chainlink 4 million, and the list goes on and on. So despite the sell-off, Voyager holds nearly 530 million in crypto with the largest shares in Ethereum and Shiba Inu. And amid the alleged sell-off of funds, the US SEC objected to the Binance US move to acquire over a billion of assets belonging to Voyager. February 22nd, filing submitted to the US Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District in New York. The SEC stated, however, the debtors, which are Binance US, have yet to demonstrate that they would be able to conduct such sales in compliance with the federal security laws. But meanwhile, they're allowing Coinbase to do so. So it's quite interesting to say the least if you're to ask me. I just hope the investors who lost their assets get the assets back and it doesn't just all go to like the SEC and the authorities so they can just shake down more companies at the end of the day, which is ultimately what they tend to do. But with all that being shared, now let's discuss the latest of what's happening. Good news for those in Japan who have been using FTX, because as we know, all the funds got frozen, but allegedly those in Japan were able to remove all their funds. So let's now uh, break this down, uh, shall we? Check it out. FTX customers worldwide patiently awaiting a conclusion to the FTX SBF litigation. Users of FTX Japan have started withdrawing all of their funds. November 7, 2022, crypto exchange FTX and its subsidiaries slowed fund withdrawals after CZ, the CEO of Binance, announced the crypto exchange would liquidate a substantial of holdings of FTX token, the domino effect force Liquid Group, a Japanese crypto trading platform owned by FTX since February to halt withdrawals on November 15th, 2022. However, to some investors' delight, FTX Japan resumed withdrawals February 21st, which involved moving funds from the defunct exchange to a liquid Japan account. And days later, a popular crypto trader from Japan confirmed to have successfully withdrawn all their funds. Now, obviously, this is in Japanese. So here's a rough translation of the tweet. All payments completed. And to be honest, at first, I felt like I had given up. I would like to express my gratitude to the people at FTX Japan for their efforts as they know the part that was really overlooked. And days after resuming fund withdrawals, Japan FTX revealed that users withdrew roughly 6.6 billion yen, which is roughly $50 million in USD, while a community member responded by saying, congrats on your escape. Many are yet to witness a total redemption of their funds. So it seems select on who was able to actually uh, 
withdraw their funds. And following the accusations against SBF, a federal judge ordered a superseding indictment unsealed containing 12 criminal counts just recently, quoting Reuters Legal, a new superseding indictment against FTX crypto exchange founder SBF containing 12 charges were unsealed at a Manhattan federal court. Now, SBF's criminal trial is due to begin in October, while FTX bankruptcy case is currently ongoing. How do you think this is all likely to play out? College boy in the comments right down below. With all that being shared, now let's discuss the latest with the grayscale Bitcoin trust. As there was a recent interview between Peter McCormick and Michael Sunshine, who is the CEO, it was actually very interesting. So I'm going to be sharing with you some of the highlights of what's going on. In a recent interview, Grayscale Investment CEO Sunshine stated he cannot imagine why the U.S. SEC wouldn't want to protect Grayscale investors and return the true asset value to them in a February 25th interview on what Bitcoin did. Popular podcast host Peter McCormick and Sun and Shine explained that the SEC violated the Administrative Procedures Act by denying approval for the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to be a spot Bitcoin exchange traded fund back in June of 2022. He explained that this act ensures the regulator doesn't show favoritism or act arbitrarily, adding that the SEC acted arbitrarily by approving Bitcoin futures ETS while rejecting GBTC's conversion. I think he has a great point. Sun and Shine noted that when the SEC started approving the first Bitcoin ETFs, Grayscale took it as a sign that the SEC was changing their attitude on Bitcoin. He said there are a couple of billions of dollars of capital that would immediately go back into the investors' pockets on an overnight basis. So it sounds like a great solution to me. Once again, if Grayscale Bitcoin Trust was approved as a spot Bitcoin ETF, as the fund would bleed back up to its net asset value, Sun and Shine explained that this is due to GBTC currently trading at a discount to its NAV. But if it were to convert to an ETF, there would no longer be a discount nor a premium. There would be an arbitrage mechanism embedded. That's the difference. He reiterated, Grayscale is in the process of suing the SEC right now and could have a decision challenging the SEC's denial of its initial application by as early as fall 2023. He also notes that Grayscale has over a million investor accounts with investors worldwide counting on the firm to do the right thing for them. Sun and Shine cannot imagine why the SEC wouldn't want to protect investors and return the value to them. He added that Grayscale isn't going to shy away from the fact that it has a commercial interest in this approval, noting if the application to challenge the SEC gets denied, Grayscale might be able to appeal the case into the U.S. Supreme Court. This comes after the SEC filed a 73-page brief with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia in December 2022, outlining its reasons for denying Grayscale's request to convert its $12 billion Bitcoin trust into a spot Bitcoin ETF in June 2022. The SEC based its decision on findings that Grayscale's proposal did not sufficiently protect against fraud and manipulation. The agency since has made similar findings in several earlier applications to create spot Bitcoin ETFs. All I know is this, if we use our common sense and think about this for a moment, why is the SEC so proposed to offering a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States? It's very clear. Every application, there has been probably a dozen plus, including from Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which I just covered. They are all denied. The only thing that has ever gotten approved has been a futures ETF, which can be used to manipulate 
markets in which they probably do that. You know what I mean? Obviously. So why is there still no spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States? Because regulators don't want it. And it probably is against the law as pointed out here. So I think they have a strong case and I'm praying for GBTC to prevail against the SEC. I don't like the fact that there is no spot Bitcoin ETF. I think we need that to usher in that massive adoption, which we've all been waiting for, especially from institutions, as there are trillions, hundreds of trillions sitting on the sidelines just awaiting for a spot Bitcoin ETF. So hopefully it comes sooner than later. And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest from the ex-BitMEX CEO, Arthur Hayes, as he warns of a massive crash incoming, and then we'll tap into doing some live uh, Q&A. So BitMEX founder and crypto veteran, Arthur Hayes, just blaze, says there will be a certain point when he flips super bullish on digital asset markets. In a new interview on Crypto Banter, he says Bitcoin and other risk assets are likely to undergo a large correction before the real bull run happens. Quitting him here, I think that Bitcoin has not truly escaped its correlation with global risk assets. It might have recently done quite well on the little bounce from 16 to 24,000, but I do think we're in store for correlation one moment. By that, I mean everything goes down massively together, Bitcoin included. Do I think it is going to break the lows of the FTX saga? No. Could it break 20,000? For sure. But am I looking for another leg down in Bitcoin to correspond with general risk markets? And then once that is finished, then I am super bullish in this space, even if everything else is going to ish, because I believe in the response of what the monetary and fiscal authorities will do in another unpleasant situation. They'll hand out money to people and they'll try to print it. And in a recent blog post, Hayes said, in the event Bitcoin and Ether continue the recent rally from the bear market lows, the rest of the markets could vastly outperform. And according to the crypto billionaire, altcoins could go vertical on the back of a sustained Bitcoin and Ethereum bull run, quitting him here. If Bitcoin and Ethereum continue to rally, there will definitely be a ish coin vertical that goes bananas over the next few months. The key to ish Coining is understanding they go up and down in waves. First, the crypto reserve assets rally, that is Bitcoin and Ethereum. The rally in these stalwarts eventually stalls and then the price falls slightly. At the same time, the Ishcoin complex stages an aggressive rally. Then Ishcoins rediscover gravity and interest shifts back to Bitcoin and Ethereum. And this stair-stepping process continues until the secular bull market ends. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes, are you anticipating a big crash that will send the entire markets tumbling? And to watch this video he did entitled, This Crypto Rally and Soon, Which Altcoins Will I? Check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you have it. And how many of you are more in the boat right now that Bitcoin will maintain above that critical psychological level of 20,000? Let me know. And how many of you are in the camp that were more likely to visit sub 20,000 and potentially test the current cycle lows? Either way, holla at your boy as we dive into the live Q&A. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.